and welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of architects with way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by... Justin. Adam. And Debbie. I was, I was just thinking about it. I said, wouldn't, wouldn't we be like city planners, maybe? Yeah, it says architect on the back. Oh, that's it's fair. All right, all right. I take it back. Oh. I take it back. Well, no, 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 no. I think you have a point. Whatever. <laughs> I think Adam just wants to be a city planner, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, you he's the only one, probably. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Shit. Listen, if it's anything like SimCity, I'm in. It is not. Anyway, we are uh, going to be talking about our playthroughs of Welcome to, and then it's, it says to your perfect home. I understand this is known as Welcome to, and then the perfect home, your perfect home part is like extra from the publisher, or the designer has a bunch of like Welcome to stuff. Anyway. This is the one where you build a neighborhood. Uh, it's a, what is, what I understand is called a roll and write game where you have a piece of paper that you write stuff on based on the decisions that you're making throughout the game. This game is from 2018, so it's like, you know, fairly recent. It's uh, it's unique in that the back of the box says that you can play with w- from 1 to 100 people, and it is pretty fast at a, like, brisk oh. 25 minutes. 100 people? There's 100 sheets in the box, so there's no reason you can't play with just, like, a absorbent a number of people. I mean, touche, that is quite true. Yeah, there's no, there's no limit to your imagination. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) There's a limit to my imagination, but not to welcome to. You could just throw up your, uh, throw up the, uh, the cards on like a projector and have like a gymnasium filled with people. It's kind of like playing bingo. (laughs) This is, this is really obtuse. (laughs) Like all of a sudden. (laughs) Is, now, now, now here's a real, here's a question. Is bingo a style of roll and write game? No, I think bingo is a style of gambling. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> That's, Jesus. That's, I mean, uh, yeah. That. Well, I mean, you know. you know. Besides that, you know. Hey, when he when he's right, he's right. You know. Uh, anyway, I'm going to read. Is it's going to be quick. We'll get through it. It's only like three lines, so I'm going to go ahead and read the back of the box. It says. A roll-and-write game without dice. Become an architect in America during the 1950s and build the best neighborhoods in town. Flip three cards, build a house by writing its number, activate the corresponding effect, and create the best housing estates. And that's that's more than just the uh, the, the blurb. That's actually more or less how the whole game works, honestly. Yeah. Anyway, this is a, as the back of the box mentions, it is a what is a roll and write game, uh, but this one does not have any dice. So a roll and write game, you might think of as like Yahtzee, where you roll a bunch of dice and everyone has a sheet of paper and you mark some stuff off and then there are some criteria and you end up scoring a bunch of points and figure out who wins. Um, so that's the general idea when you're talking about these, this genre of typically very quick to play games uh, that, are, that are considered roll and write games. The way this game works is as the back of the box mentioned, you are going to make yourself a a set of three decks of cards. Uh, one side of the card has a number uh, from 1 to 15, and the other side has a uh, a bunch of different symbols on them. There's a there's a pool, there's a fence, there's like a, a working sign, there's like a, there's like a park, and there's what look like stocks, and then there's a mailbox. And everyone's going to get their own little sheet of paper, which has the same configuration of these three streets with empty houses on them. So on the top row, there's 10 houses. On the middle row, there's 11. And on the bottom row, there's 12 houses. And 
in a turn, the way it works is that you flip over the top card of every one of these three stacks, and then your job as the city planner or architect or, I don't know, mafia boss that's running this neighborhood is to pick one of the one of the combinations. So on the back of the box here, I've got a, there's a seven and a fence, there's a 10 and a pool and a three and a workman sign. And you're going to pick one of these combinations and you're going to write the number that you pick on one of the houses that doesn't have a number on it. And you're going to also use the special power that's on the other side. In this case, it's drawing a fence, which is going to help you like draw lines and stuff and help you build blocks of, of houses together into what are called estates. And estates are generally how you make lots of points. Um, you keep doing that until, uh, you know, until someone fills in the whole sheet or uh, satisfies these like three bonus objectives that are sitting out called the, uh, like the plan or something like that, uh, which tell you, you know, you need three estates that have two houses in them or something. And so you're going to want to have, you know, houses that you want to have numbers next to one another and they won't need to be bordered by fences. And that's like your estate. And if you get three groups of two of those, you get to score that thing and you get points. Yay. Uh, the, uh, the the one hiccup here is that uh, anytime you write down a number, they kind of have to go in ascending order from left to right. And when there's nothing written down, it's pretty easy. You just sort of slap shit wherever you want. And then as the game goes on, you're going to find that you have... Uh, fewer and fewer options to uh, to have in in terms of uh, putting your stuff down. And so the third way that you can sort of end the game is if you you know screw up more than more than a couple times, you will end up <laughs> making the game end and and just looking a bit like a fool. Um, that was me. Uh, well, I wasn't I wasn't just jumping the gun. I you wasn't saying alone. anything. You weren't alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just a quick rundown of these special powers. So the fence lets you again. I mentioned you get to put down lines, and this helps you build your 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 you know your houses into what are called estates, which are generally how you get points. Pools. If you put down a house on a square that has a pool, then you get to scratch off one of the little pool symbols. And then at the end of the game, you get like whatever number is left over the lowest number that's left on the little pool tracker. Um, the workman sign, it lets you fiddle with the numbers a bit. So if you get the one with the workman, and in this case on the back of the box, I've got a three, you can actually add or subtract one or two from that number if you so desire to make it a little bit more flexible in getting into uh, getting into your poorly thought out neighborhood um, as well as you get to scratch off one of these little temporary worker symbols and whoever ends up having more of those used throughout the game might get some more points um, the one that sort of looks like a bunch of pennies on a graph lets you make your estates worth more so in this case you know if you if you get the the little purple card the purple special symbol money thing you might make your uh, estates that are of two two houses big uh that's not no great way to say that the uh, two houses large sets of two houses uh might be worth <laughs> two or three points if you decide to like invest in that so you can use that to sort of uh jump your game up a bit uh parks let you scratch off a number that's next to each one of these like uh neighborhoods and those just get you get you more points the one caveat there is that you have to scratch off the number that's on the same neighborhood or street that you've built the thing on um and then there's the mailbox which is uh the biz and the it's biz. biz. What what I understand is that's the term uh, for when you take a number and then you build a house next to it and you just like you call it three B or whatever. So that's mm -hmm. essentially what this lets you do. Is it lets you cheat basically from the Latin <laughs> twice? There you go. Actually, yeah. 
Here comes the, <laughs> the useful Justin train. <laughs> it's a, not useful Justin. It's a pre- useful information. <laughs> from it is. It's it's the prefix. It's the prefix or suffix designating the second instance of a thing. The biz. The biz. Yeah. And yeah, so this lets you essentially like, you get to write an extra house on your turn when you get to pick this thing. So let's say it was a, uh, I got the number 10 and the biz. Uh, I would be able to write down the number 10 and then anywhere else on the sheet, I can like copy a number that already exists and just like stick a B next to it. Mm, Perfect. And that way I can, (laughs) you know, just make them all in ascending order and, you know, not have to worry about, you know, me fucking it over too much. Um, these do have the downside of them costing you points the more and more you use them. So uh, you can end up incurring quite quite a large penalty for overusing the biz. I had that too. <laughs> <laughs> you you had such the negative. I yeah yeah such negative much wow. I, I was impressed. That's it. That's all. So I've essentially taught you like more or less everything that's in the game. Um, so yeah, go out and get it and rip some paper off and start writing down some neighborhoods, guys. Uh, cause this game- This has been our <laughs> review. Uh, thanks and join us next <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, see ya! <laughs> this game's a lot of fun. It's, you know, it, it falls into that, like, quick filler, fun party game, you know, game for, uh, for you to truck over when you don't know how many people are going to be there. And if anyone's actually going to want to play board games, it's small, you know, everyone hopefully knows how to write numbers. And so, you know, you've got that in common. Um, and you can <laughs> bust this out on the table and build yourself some sweet, sweet neighborhoods and, you know, really build yourself into a tomb of numbers that you will never escape because that is essentially what always happens. You always start with the the best laid plans. You know, I'm going to put the seven right in the middle and this is going to be just the most perfect neighborhood. And then everything collapses from there as you try to, I also want a lot of pools and I'm not getting good numbers for that, but I'm sure I'll get that six eventually. And from from there, you're just going to end up just trapping yourself in some sort of heinous corner of, uh, of, of weird, weird city planning decisions. Um, we played this on tabletop simulator yesterday and it was actually, actually quite good on that. I felt, uh, you know, it worked out pretty well. One of the better, better implemented, uh, games on there. And one of the ones that actually like fits pretty well in terms of the digital, digital tabletop gaming. I I think that's because there were no fiddly bits. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone's working on their own board. Justin was very sad about the fiddly bits. Oh, don't worry. I found some stuff to fiddle with. Oh, I know. I heard. <laughs> um, it's not very complicated. It's. I think it's complicated enough to keep your interest with the, you know, with the different different card combinations and, you know, really mm-hmm. just screwing yourself over and laughing at each other. And uh, it's uh, it's always a it's always a fun time. Definitely super casual though. So. Oh yeah. But I think it's it's just because you have just a blank slate in front of you. And the one thing I think I love the most about this game is that everyone's working with exactly the same options every time. And it's I just love seeing how different neighborhoods develop from having the same options with, you know, any number of people. Because eventually everyone's going to have something that they just need. And it's just going to like fragment away from everyone else's and become a unique little, well, potentially hellscape, but sometimes a very well-designed neighborhood. Lots of pools. Just pools for everybody. (laughs) So many. Man, everybody needs pools, man. Everybody needs a pool. 
And I was trying to give the people what they needed, and uh, then we ran into problems. Yeah, didn't you put the the seven in like the first spot? No, I put a seven. I put this. I was the guy who put the seven right in the middle, and then just got destroyed. Mm. It was just okay. bad. It was bad. I believe you. You should have. Se- well, I mean, I was going to say you should have seen it, but you did see it. It was. <laughs> it was disastrous. <laughs> it was disastrous. You were yeah. too focused on those it, pools. It Sometimes epic. you just need fences. What, like what? Who wants a fence when you have a damn pool, man? <laughs> well, you need a you need a pool. You don't want just random hooligans coming. Yeah, you don't want your neighbors the in there. Yeah, but I mean, you could put the fence in later. Like, nope. it, like, you no, know. bylaws, man. Bylaws. Jesus Christ. I definitely had a few where I just built the fences first. I was like, I'm sure I'll be able to fill this in, no problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then? And no. It was a big old <laughs> nope. Yep. Well, uh, probably a bit too aspirational on my part, for sure. I'm sure I'll have time to fill in everything. It's going to be amazing. And then I think me and Adam both uh, hit the nope button three times in a row. Oh! And uh, <laughs> caused the end of the game. It, like endlessly, like that. That was that was basically my position in this game. It's like, hey, who do we think's gonna end the game? Oh, it's gonna be Adam again. Yeah, and, and sure as shit, there I am. God damn it! I just I don't understand why, how, or why you struggle so much with it. Because I, he has, I think the grand in, ideas. It, I do have grand ideas. I I know what I want to build, and then well, of all the games we played, I think I marked an X off in the nope field once of all of our games. Once. Aren't you lucky? Well, no, I think it. Just, we'll see, but that's I the thing. There's nothing to do with planning. Luck. It has to do with planning. Well, aren't you really good at planning? <laughs> yeah, yeah, got her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> the heat is flying Man, well yeah i don't know like I, for for some reason i don't know i am you know if, if you if you want to play against someone that pretty much guarantees that you will win this game um i'm right here <laughs> like give me a buzz we'll we'll set it up and uh you will proceed to undoubtedly kick my ass i don't know what it is i so. did really bad in the first game what like the first round that we did, I did really poorly. That's true. Like, hmm. oh, oh, you paid attention to my score? Well, while I was laughing about DuckTales? Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like I don't know, one of the one of the the things I I really appreciate about this game is that like it is it is quick. Um it's it's puzzly, which really which really kind of like does it for me, I guess. Like that's that's something that I'm I'm always interested in and is games that that have like puzzle ish aspects to them um as it turns out i'm not very good at this one so be it um but but like i don't know i i still had a i still have and had and have a lot of fun playing this game even though i'm like ostensibly terrible at it like it's just I don't know. It's it's. I don't know what it is about this game, but like this game is is fun. Like I like I I never I've never played this game and not come out of it and been like shit. Yeah, like you know that that was a good time despite getting destroyed. <laughs> you sound like me and my penchant for liking games that I really suck at. Yeah, I I don't know. Like there's it just again like there's just there's something this game has something like there's a certain je ne sais quoi you know what i mean like there's just a, a certain oh dear. there's like a certain something within this game and i don't know what that is but like i i have no problem playing this game ever like it's again it's it's quick it's 
it's low impact it's um you know i i i don't it, it doesn't feel hyper competitive like some games do um where it's like oh man i you know i gotta make sure i beat debbie or whatever um it's i think that's the euro-esque side of this game sure i think that's where part of your enjoyment comes from probably is my guess probably yeah it, like it, it, i don't know it just it doesn't feel yeah it doesn't feel like hyper competitive like you're not you know uh trouncing across a battlefield to go and smash somebody's face in or something like that it's it's just it's like you're just designing a, a community i guess like i don't know like it's you know you're you're just you're designing a you're just designing a a, a city or whatever a, a section of a city and it's it's just it is what it is it's it's very nice very nice adam is not going to become a city planner with that terminology i don't think no i i have no 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 i am <laughs> i i am a mechanical kind of person you're a robot well, uh well mechanical systems i guess i should say like mm. yeah stuff that like sounds like, like something like a robot would pipes. say yes 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 i'm a cylon <laughs> sorry uh, we, 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 like, i think one of the fun things about this game over other like uh like low impact euros is or, or one of the things that i think you mentioned why why you like it even though you don't you maybe don't do so well i think it's because it's like not a feel bad type of situation like you can clearly draw a line to to how well you did based on your earlier decisions and it's not like you you know you missed the fact that you were supposed to pick up three extra wood in turn four and you didn't like you're just writing down numbers yeah. and so you know that you like you took a chance with putting a nine like really far to the left and you were hoping that it was going to work out and you know that you were probably not not looking not looking ahead too much you're like oh, i could probably i can temp worker that or visit or whatever and it'll it'll be fine and it and it was not no nope. it's just so it's just so <laughs> funny when you when you pull shit like that and you're just like you know building your own destruction i think is a really <laughs> a really fun fun thing because i think we've had fun with this in other games and i've heard you know other other outlets talking about games that they love and how you know when you lose at games like this it's usually because you did something dumb that you knew was dumb and you decided to do it anyway and like <laughs> that helps to bring about the ridiculousness of the whole thing yeah. that's true um, very yeah. true. I like that. I like that terminology there, Tom. Building your own destruction. Yes. <laughs> That's an awesome way to Painting yourself into a corner consistently. Not only are the arch you the architect of this town, you're the architect of your own destruction. <laughs> true. <laughs> it's true. Debbie? Yeah. I I just I, I picked this game and I picked it because it's one of those things where it I like I distinctly remember the first time I played this game. You know, we went over to um, some friends of ours and uh, Tom had it with him. And I think you had just just gotten it. Um, and everybody kind of knew how to play it, except for Adam and I. We were the only two that were just like, I mean, had no idea what was going on. But it, it didn't feel like we were walking into this kind of like vast cavern of unknown. <laughs> 
I don't know how else to put it. Um, it just, it felt like it, it feels like a very like relatively natural game, which is very strange because I mean, really who goes and plans communities and, and houses and things like that. But it just, it feels like a very, like just a very natural game to play. And I, I just, I don't know how else to explain it. And it sounds really strange and it, you know, I'm, I'm sure somebody's going to pipe up and tell me I'm crazy, but, um, it just, it has a flow to it that I really enjoy. And there's, you know, like there's, there's still that aspect of, uh, having to, to really kind of contemplate what, what you're doing and why you're doing it, I guess. Um, but still being enjoyable. Like I just, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's such a, it's such a weird, funny game. And I, you know, yesterday we were playing this, uh, with the, the four of us online and I honestly think that the f- the four of us probably laughed more yesterday than we have in really a long time. And that's what I like about this game. That's the other thing is, you know, like you can be fairly concentrated on, on the game and what you have to do. But at the same time, you can have a conversation about something very random <laughs> outside of it, still be able to play the game and not need to be in like full contemplation mode uh, where you become this like asocial individual (laughs) that you can't talk to anybody, right? Um, And yet it's still challenging. Like you still, you have to think about it. You can't just, you can't just write home about it and win the game for the most part. Like I'm sure there's somebody that savants it somewhere, but um, you know, for the most part, it, it still takes some thought. And I really enjoy that about it. Debbie, it's crazy how right you are. <laughs> what? Thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, she said someone was going to call her crazy. So oh. I thought I'd just pull that in for her. But I, I did like what you said about the, um, like, it, you can still be social with this game because it's not like a lot of other games where it's like you're constantly worried about your next turn. You're, you know, okay, I need to do this and this. And then oh, if someone goes into that space, I'll have to like go into this and this. And so you're kind of like trying to focus on five things at once. But with this, because each draw of the cards is completely random, you don't, you, you, you have like a plan. Like, oh, I really want to focus on pools, but you're kind of playing each turn as it comes. So in between turns, it's very easy to just take yourself out of the game, you know, have a conversation with what are hopefully your friends and uh, <laughs> then and then just get right back into the game when the next cards are drawn. Like there's there's no like lack of concentration. It's just you don't need total concentration on the game. So it's very easy to have a nice social conversation while still playing it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that even if you did stop to have a conversation with yourself, Justin, I wouldn't judge you. I'd support you. That seems pretty normal to me. Yep. (laughs) Can confirm. We got the opportunity to play with... the advanced cards uh, didn't actually know there was such a thing as advanced cards in this game, uh, but uh, I don't know. I guess there is. I mean, they they looked pretty, you know, advanced, real. Well, no, like they they don't look like somebody made them up. Like they look like they came from the developer. Sure. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they are part of the the like the back of the book here. I just don't think we played it enough to feel like we were ready for oh. the excruciating uh, decisions involved in a roundabout 
<laughs> freaking just roundabout. Just put them everywhere. Man, Jesus. Everybody loves roundabouts. Ask Adam all about the roundabout. I did use a roundabout. Tell you how useful I that think is. I still I ended up like I think it I it didn't help my situation, but <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. I I think that you can very easily tell us uh, the advantage of a roundabout. The advantage of a roundabout. Well, let me tell you. Uh <laughs> Gets rid of stop signs. It gets rid of stop signs. Well, that's that's an that's an actual roundabout. Justin's been playing too much of that uh, City Skylines. <laughs> oh, man, I love that game. <laughs> the game's good. In this, what the roundabout does is you can plonk it anywhere where there isn't a house already, and it basically like splits that street into two streets, two uh, two separate new separate units, so you can actually start from zero to to 17 or whatever like or sorry 1 to 15 on either side of the roundabout so you can sort of unhose yourself in that way um yeah and it does <laughs> it doesn't unhose you yeah again yeah, ask yeah. Well, yeah. It, it didn't unhose Hopefully. him no i was i was sufficiently hosed from start to finish <laughs> yeah so those are kind of interesting and i hadn't i hadn't played with those before didn't use them but uh they were there you can use like two roundabouts in a game and they they also cost you points to use and um but they open up a few little strategies i guess um and uh the advanced variant also includes some new plans which start to go a little off the rails where there's like instead of you know x number of this size of estates you have to have like the entire top row filled in or something like that yeah they were they were crazy (laughs) and not a really high score value for them either like i kind of felt kind of i kind of felt ripped off a little (laughs) i felt like they should have been worth more (laughs) i mean i don't know like is the is the top one is the top one that hard it's 10 yeah i mean it's 10 and it's you think about it like there was the game prior that we played um you got we got 13 points out of completing one of the one of the objectives mm, and true. these objectives were way harder and you were getting like seven points out of them well i mean just filling in the row isn't necessarily harder eh. I don't know. Anyway, so there's enough there's enough variety in that and the different plans and the different, uh, especially the plans and the variants where they can be like fill in all the pools in the second row and stuff like that, which can make uh, make your that, life very interesting. <laughs> trying to accomplish that almost completely hosed me. I think I gave up halfway through because I was just like, no, 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 <laughs> you abandoned this mission. Ah, you, you gave up too soon. Just like in Diamant, you got to right. push oh, through. Damn. Man, you should have stayed in. Always. I pushed through and that's why Milkshake 4 had the most pools and the most parks. It did. What a beautiful community. Uh, it did. Yeah. Just a, just a, just a lovely, lovely Milkshakes community. for all the parks. <laughs> yeah, just one, one last little note about the, uh, the art on this is like that sort of, um, like retro retro futuristic yes. type thing that sort of ends up in games like Fallout and stuff like that which is kind of you know that that like idealized 50s sort of look to it which is you know it's it's a lot of fun it's charming it's very it's it very is. cute it is i'm honestly i'm quite surprised that adam and i don't own this just I agree well out of the you can i mean Oh, are you offering it to me? No, I'm just saying it's available for purchase. <laughs> He's just saying that <laughs> you can oh, you fuck. can exchange you can exchange money for goods and services is what he's saying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. Would, I mean, you're, you'd like to know more. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
the fuck? I mean, I'm sitting here thinking you're like trying to sell it to me. Yeah, or... like what do you have a copy you don't no. want? No, no, it's just it's I, I it's out have. there. It's yeah. Yeah. So Debbie, you like this game, but how yes. much do you like this game? Um I absolutely would give this a five out of five. I'm on a five point scale. Um, this is a game that's I again, like I can't really see any good reason why you wouldn't have this game in your kind of repertoire. Um, for the same reason, I'm not entirely certain why we don't have this game in our repertoire. <laughs> uh, seems a little strange, a little suspect to me that we don't have it, but that's okay. Um, it's you know, like it's it's super small. Seems fairly easy to teach to people. I don't know that it would be really that hard to pick up. Um, the art is great. It goes fast. We honestly, I think we played it for probably two hours yesterday. Um, and so it it's not the kind of short game where you play it once or twice and you're like, hey, I'm done. Uh, you could play it a handful of times and, you know, it, it's still fun. It doesn't really get, you know, too overly boring. Um, it allows you to, um, you know, socialize and, and have fun and still think, um, and, you know, kind of use them brain cells a little Make bit. Fun. Um, I know, right. That's what happens when you don't use your brain cells is you get the score of 41. I, I didn't get a 41. <laughs> Are you sure? It must've been higher than 41. I it was, you got it a 41. Was. It's higher than 41. It was a 41. You forgot the parks. No. I have forgot the parks. No. Say forgot the parks. Forgot the parks. Yeah, thanks. Oh, <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah. Rude. Uh, it is. It's a lot of fun. It's something that you can kind of just... It. The game itself doesn't necessarily cause humor uh, beyond the fact that, you know, you get to be like me and get to be vicious and poke fun at your husband. Uh, Quite you know, rude. Beyond that, I, it's, it, it is, I know. Uh, it's a lot of fun, though. I absolutely give this a five out of five, and I think that it's something that, you know... Um, People young, old, uh, gamers, non-gamers, um, I think everybody kind of has has something to gain from a game like this. It's a lot of fun. Uh, what about you, Justin? Hi. Uh, this is a game that I would very easily recommend for, well, I mean, one, it's, it's such a wee little box, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's like six inches box. by six inches little square number exactly nice yeah. little square box and i'm it's, probably totally off on that a... so don't don't like <laughs> it's it's pretty small it's like a hand width a hand hand length yeah that's probably uh, that's about that's probably about six inches i don't know i don't know inches are made up anyway so uh, <laughs> uh but yeah it it's it's such a easily accessible game that there's no group that you couldn't just bring it out and have everyone kind of understand all the little con all the concepts in the game. You know, you put house numbers in order, this card does that, yada yada yada. And it's explained easily. Um, and it doesn't like it you can play as many games as you want, or you can just play one or two. And, you know, if you have a lot of people around, you know, maybe six people want to play the board game and then, you know, they'll leave, other people will come, and it's quick enough that it's very easily able to accommodate something like that uh i don't actually own this game but um if i did i would not get rid of it and i should probably actually look at picking it up uh i can see plenty of situations where i could bring this out with my family and stuff um because of its ease of getting into so yeah no it, it's a really great game um i would highly recommend picking it up and that's about all i have to say about that tom cool tom, tom oh what's your review uh, so my review is the 
the keep or not keep because this is in my collection. Uh, I will be keeping it. It's great and it's small. It's, uh, it's good. It doesn't take a lot of time. I'd be foolish to get rid of it. And so it will be sticking around for basically all of the reasons that we have already mentioned. So, yep. Adam. Yeah, this game, you're right. This game is good. And I am going to probably look into getting a copy of it at some point because I think it, uh, given the, the small size of blocks, like I think it travels well. Uh, it's, it doesn't require a lot of stuff. Like there's not a lot of bits. It's a deck of cards and some pads. And, you know, you'd have to throw in, I don't know, some like some of those little mini golf pencils or something um, to, to uh to write stuff on or i mean if you if you find yourself playing it often it, there's probably something out there that you could maybe laminate one of the like uh, a set of uh sheets and get a dr- get a wet erase marker like an overhead marker or even a dry erase marker and maybe do it that way i don't know uh, I think it's, I think this one's definitely worth picking up. Um, I am on a 10 point scale. I give this thing like an eight and a half out of 10. This is a great game. It's fast. It's easy. It's, it's diverse and it, it can like, like, I, I think it, I think it would appeal to a diverse audience. Um, yeah, it's, it's worth, it's worth the money. It's worth picking up. It's worth playing. Get your hands on a copy. Eight and a half out of 10. Great game. Great game. Mm-hmm great game i would like to say that i picked this game and i seem to have a very good track record well i'll just keep picking the stinkers then uh (laughs) thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode uh if you uh if you like this episode and you like this kind of thing go check out all our other stuff and uh you know if you want to help us out you can share with a friend and do like like and subscribe stuff maybe give a review it'd be great if you want to get hold of uh the the our crew in general you can use email at collapsing game shelf at gmail.com or on twitter at cgs podcast um i don't think i have anything else no no i haven't done anything new lately justin hi if you want to get a hold of me and tell me about your amazing city planning adventures uh you can find me on twitter at don't trust justin um and yes send me some board reading related city planning adventure novels uh how about you debbie city what board what? game related yeah, beyond the fact city? that i have no what? idea what you just said what? <laughs> the words do whatever he tells me- them to do <laughs> okay, it's like magic sure wow right. um so you can get me at at Mrs. Wynn, that's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. And like Tom said, you can get us um, on Twitter at CGS Podcast. We love to hear from you guys. We want to know what you like, what you don't like, if there's anything you think that we should try. Um, or if you just want to tell us that you think Justin's crazy, you can do that too. <laughs> We're here for you. We want to hear from you guys. Um and it's, you know, I've, I've said it before. I've kind of said it many times. We're not only here for ourselves. We're here for you guys, too. We want to make sure that you guys don't end up in this nightmare of cardboard that is my life. Uh, <laughs> I love you, husband. Um, yeah. So please give us a shout. Uh, and Adam, my dearest husband that I love. Uh-huh. Please tell, tell us how we can get a hold of you. So uh, you guys can catch me on all social media at for the win f o r t h e w h y n. You can also catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash for the win, and on YouTube. Um, I believe the actual URL is win nineteen eighty three. 
Although you, uh, although I'm sure, like if you just go onto YouTube and search for the win gaming, um, you will find my page there. Uh, my schedule is super screwed up right now. Um, I, we are headed at the t- at the time of recording here. We are, I am heading into um, kind of like the midterm area of my of my fall semester here and therefore uh i am kind of nose to the grindstone this whole school year given covid has has caused my twitch schedule to just go completely sideways but we will uh i i am on there just like i said maybe maybe go on there um give uh leave the leave the notification bell on and uh you will hopefully be able to catch me when i am on um yeah that's that's her go 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 what about the uh oh D's still on a hiatus yeah just because uh yeah that's something that that uh, just needs to happen again school related sad sad face it is actually it legit so yes. we all We'll get there. We'll get back to making weird voices and making Adam cry over trying to keep all the <laughs> storylines in his head. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. We will be back at you next week with something fun. Bye! Bye. Bye.